Hey, hey everyone, it's Michelle Balasari with In The Hive with Michelle B. This is my place to talk about all things marketing in your real estate business, including social media platforms you might want to consider being on, Instagram tips, personal branding, how to become a local influencer, content creation, and beyond. I interview industry influencers who have a finger on the pulse of what's going on in real estate across the country and globally. I am a solo agent and I am working with buyers and sellers. So I am in the middle of many of the things that you all are also in the middle of. I am with Real Broker LLC based um, here in Boca Raton, Florida. I am a South Florida agent that loves working with your referrals. So keep that in mind. If you want to connect, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at the Michelle B or sipsocialcell.com, which is my website, and I have a blog there. You can also connect with me on TikTok and also on Clubhouse, and that handle is also at the Michelle B. If you're looking for more videos and you're a visual person, uh, go on over to my YouTube channel. I definitely have uh, some great video trainings there, and I share my podcast episodes there as well. So if you're ready to get started, I would love for you to jump on in and hear our latest episode and feel free to subscribe to the podcast. I have new podcasts a couple times a month and I think you're really going to enjoy them. So if you're ready for today's fabulous episode, let's get started. For all of you that are joining today, I'm Michelle Belisari. I'm the host of In the Hive with Michelle B. I'm a realtor here in Boca Raton, Florida. And I'm with Real Broker LLC. I just uh, made a move after being with Remax for nine years. I've been doing this podcast for a while and I've been dying to have Matt on because he has the most amazing um, podcast website. It's called What's Up Dumwoody. And it is just fantastic. And, you know, we talk about having a personal brand and here we are. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself, Matt. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I have modeled it after you and like what Neil has done. And so, yeah, that's that's a great honor. I really appreciate that. Uh, um, yeah, so I was, I, I owned a restaurant pretty much my whole life. Um, after I graduated from UGA and we bought this pizza place. And I, so I was in charge of all the marketing for this pizza place. And so as I was doing this marketing, I realized that people did not care about seeing pictures of pizza. Oh, p- pictures of pizza is okay. But hearing about the pizza place all the time was, it just got old. And it was people, you could only get a certain amount of followers that way. And so what I started doing was just talking about the community. Um, it's, it's a different community than where I live currently. But um, so yeah, I was putting out tons of stuff about the community. And I realized that that is what grew the audience um, was because everybody in the area cared about the area. Um, and so when I got into real estate, I've only been doing real estate for three and a half years now. And um, when I got into real estate, I realized that that was going to be, you know, how I got access to other people's ears. Um, it wasn't gonna just talking about real estate's boring. I, you know, like we all think it's cool, but there's, I'm not showing houses like the ones you have in Florida, you know, I'm not, I don't have the, the beautiful sunsets over the ocean or anything like that. And so there's only a certain amount of marketing that you can do that's um, not city related. And so that's really what I, what I tried to throw myself into was um, talking about the city. And the funny thing was, or is that I didn't know much about the city. 
Um, and so it was a good way to force myself to learn how to do those things and, you know, force myself to learn the community. Um, but yeah, so I was like, I guess about three years ago, we launched this podcast and I personally did not have the guts to do it. Um, but my brother-in-law is a crazy person and will say anything at any time. And so I grabbed him and said, hey, let's do a podcast. And he was down for it. Um, the first podcast that we did, the first episode had seven downloads, which was not super successful, um, but it grew from there. And now we've done 180 episodes, I think. Um, and we've gotten about 55,000 downloads, which you know is not like crushing it by any means in the podcast world, but 50,000 downloads for 50,000 citizens in our city. I, I feel like that's pretty powerful. We've gotten I think it's a, really a, lot powerful. Of, a lot of access. We've got a lot of access to some cool people in the area and a lot has come from it. You know, I've closed a few deals from it, but more importantly, I know everybody in the community now. Well, see, and I think that's it. If you go into it with a, a vision, sometimes the vision changes and sometimes it just yep. organically happens. And like when I started Soboka, which is my local uh, media uh, website podcast, I never talked about any real estate. And finally, somebody said to me, you know, you, you might want to put something about real estate on the Soboka website. And, and then during the pandemic, I talked to somebody, same person who said, and hey, you know, it's okay to like talk a little bit about real estate on your Instagram. And I was like, okay. And, and like you, I've closed some deals from what I'm doing, but it comes from a number of areas. And my podcast is more of a, you know, it's casual. I, I'm not too um, specific as far as like timing on it. I try and do two times a month. Um, and so I, I love the fact that you started with the food thing because I'm finding that food seems to be the big attractor. Well, it, it's something that everybody loves, you know, like yeah. there's no, no, nobody's going to be like, I don't want to hear about food. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, talking about pizza was one thing, but now in the city that I'm in now, um, I started up this uh, restaurant review group. It was a, a Facebook group and, you know, Facebook can be a little touchy these days. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of anger. Everybody's got their opinion on certain things, but um yeah. You know, food, everybody has an opinion, whether it's, you know, it's going to be really strong either way. They love it or they hate it. And so yeah. being, have, picking something that's polarizing like that was, um, I, I think that that was, that was big for the community. Um, it, it got like, I think there's like 4,000 uh, members in the group, which, you know, for only two and a half years, I feel like that's, that's pretty big. Um, so I've got, yeah. I've got that Facebook group and I've got a Dunwoody Area Community Forum group. And so it's just, I've tried to get as much access as I can to everybody in the community. And I, again, I don't talk about real estate. Um, even right. in the podcast, I pretty much, it's maybe like a minute, a minute and a half where I'll just mention what I do, you know, right. say if you need somebody, blah, blah, blah. I like to yeah. try to tell stories with it. Um, you know, like the story brand type thing. Um, yeah. Where I, and, and I also, throughout the show, I do kind of mention it in passing. You know, like right. I, I was, I was doing a deal. I was working with some people in the Redfield neighborhood. You live in Redfield, right? You know, kind of just, yeah. you, you know, toss it out there and see if, uh, see if the conversation starts. But, you know, again, you just kind of make it about the community. And I found that that's really um, where I get the most traction for sure. So you saw real estate 
and you have this fantastic brand, right? And one of the things, and you and I are both, by the way, on Clubhouse frequently, um, in groups, speaking to groups, I jumped in one that you were in this morning that was terrific. And questions that realtors ask are, well, how do you monetize it? Do you monetize it outside of real estate? Okay, if you do, like, how are you doing that? Do you mind sharing? Like, are you monetizing? And if so, how are you, how are you doing that? Um, at the beginning, we, we thought that we could monetize it. And I thought I could make a yeah. lot of money from it. Um, <laughs> right. And it's, it's a little bit tougher than that. Um, yeah. The, you know, the, so we get paid, um, I, I don't want to talk about numbers, but we, there's an orthodontist in town that pays us. And this guy yeah. is a good friend of mine. And so it also gives credibility to the show where yeah. at, you know, during the show, you can say the show is brought to you by Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. There, I even got to plug it here. Nice um, plug. And, I love it. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's, we, we lucked out with our sponsor. Very, very nice to everybody that I know. Um, he's, you know, he's hooked up a lot of people. And so it, that, that part's worked out really well. Um, but helping other businesses has really been more beneficial to me. Um, yeah. So we do our, uh, we've got a, like the Christmas lights or actually it's the holiday lights. Um, right. It's a map that my brother-in-law made. It's like a Google map where you can go all over Dunwoody and there's like six different maps, six different areas. So if you're in like the Southeast area, it, right. know, it, it's just this Google map that'll take you around to see all of the best Christmas lights. Well, stuff Love like it. that, people reach out, like our, our, the local burger place reached out and said, we'd love to sponsor that. Um, and so, you know, you make a little bit of money here and there, yeah. but it's really, it's more about like when I walk into that burger place, it's, Hey Matt, how's it going? You know, like, I know, right? Um, we had us, our uh, neighborhood, like the, we've got a soccer complex that's right across the street. And so I play adult league soccer over there. And the guy that heads up the league came to me and said, you know, we're looking at getting sponsors. And I said, I can do that for you. Let I'll take care of all of it. I went to... Yeah. It's like five different people. So what's up done? What he is all over the front of it. And then, Love you know, it. the five, the only five people that I asked all threw in 250 to 500 bucks. Um, and go. so we got, you know, we got jerseys for the whole league and there's, there's just a lot of like side things that has come from it, which, which I think are almost more important um, for yeah. the community. And so, you know, doing, doing the podcast for so long, I've just met every business owner in the area. Um, and you know, they, most of the time they reach out to us, but you know, a lot of the time, if, if I know that something big is coming, I'll reach out to them beforehand and, um, and, you know, ask them to come on. And as far as like SEO goes, and I'm sure you've probably seen this too, a little burger place. So there, this is my example, the NFA burger, um, opened down the street about two years ago, probably, and right. or a year and a half ago. And when he, when he started to come up, he was posting all of his burgers on Instagram and he had this Instagram page called Billy's Burgers. So that he had like 30,000 followers from just him posting pictures of other people's burgers. So I knew that this guy was going to do really well when he came to yeah. town. And yeah. So, but when he started up, he didn't know, you know, who to go to Atlanta Eats was reaching out to him and that kind of thing. And so he came to us and said, you know, I'd like for you to put out the news. And you knew I had that restaurant review group and that kind of thing. Right. And so, you know, he reached out to me and asked if I could, you know, put that out in the community. Well, 
he had zero SEO for his actual burger place for like right. two months, probably. I mean, it took a while. It takes a while to build that up. Yeah. And so when somebody would search NFA burger, you know, it would come up was our podcast every time because it was the only thing, you know, right. it wasn't a big business. It was just a small local mom and pop pop-up business. And yeah. so like we were the SEO for a long time. And so it's That's funny incredible. how if you can pick the right people, like um, our our middle school was trying to change from a charter or it was trying to be an autonomous charter, like its own okay. individual school. And I knew that that was a big deal in the community. And I also knew that that was never going to, you know, maybe make some newspapers. But other than that, like it's not going to be anywhere. And right. so if you can SEO brand that properly, you can be the only hit, you know. And so that, that, that puts us at the top of of any Google search for that kind of thing. That's fantastic. I, I love that because we talk about SEO and being on the front page of Google. And it's hard as a real estate agent though, right? You can't compete with the these. Top. You can't compete. Like I was, uh, you know, talking to somebody about niche marketing because that's a, a big thing that I like to teach agents. And I'm like, you know, Boca Raton Realtor. I mean, who, everybody uses that. You got to figure out your niche so you stand out. And it's the same mm -hmm. thing with What's Up Dumbwitty or Soboka. It's like, okay, let me just figure out how to leverage this and invite the people on. And I do a show for Soboka on my other Instagram channel at Soboka, interviewing business owners now and starting a business spotlight section on the blog. Um, and I, I agree with you. I, I have a place on there now for real estate. But what really generates, I think, the SEO is my coffee blog, my pizza blog, um, beaches to go to in Florida, travel, all of those fun things, you know, and then Absolutely. real estate bubbles up. Yeah. And how many other people are reaching out to those business owners? There's zero, probably. Zero. You know, and so yeah. they, like you helping them out is the world to them. As a small yeah. business owner, yeah. I, I know, like, there's not many people trying to promote your business for you. Right. And, you know, it's it's a big deal when you can help somebody out like that. Um, you know, like this mom and pop pizza place, like, I mean, a uh, burger place doesn't have. Yeah, I love that. You know, the accessibility to that many people in the area. And so when you can help somebody out like that, it's it's huge for them personally and professionally. Um, and, yeah. you know, that was I think it was maybe the 20th show. Um, that I did. It was a local cheesesteak place down the street. Is it? They do oh, yeah. a lot of Italian and cheesesteak. Oh yeah, it's so good. But um, <laughs> again, that was something that they've been around for a long time, but they don't do any digital marketing. And so being able to come on the podcast and me being able to put them out to all those people, right. like um, it was probably a month and a half later, they called and said, "Hey, we don't know a real estate agent. We'd love for you to help us out." And so I was able yeah. to buy or sell their house and help them find another house actually on my street. So they live down the street, yeah. but that's, a, that's a connection. I'm, I'm always going to have, you know, cheese steaks for life. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. The best cheese um, steaks. I get that though, because we, we love doing shout outs for small businesses. And, um, during the pandemic at the height of it, I started a hashtag like, um, so Boca local or something like that. Um, on Instagram so that every time that I was shouting out a business, I was tagging them. 
so that they would get, you know, they would see it and then it would get shared on their Instagram. And so more eyeballs because there was such a shift in what these restaurateurs were having to do just to stay afloat. And I was like, well, let's, you know, we're foodies, let's do it. And that, that really worked out well and did a couple of interviews. Um, they have a socially distant supper club here that was started. So I did that. And, and I think I have more fun doing the food piece than anything because we like to eat. <laughs> so. Yeah, everybody does. Everybody loves to eat. And the thing with we, those Facebook groups is I don't have to do anything about it. Like no. people organize stuff like you were talking about on, on yeah. the group. You know, they're like, yeah. hey, everybody should go out and buy gift cards and from this one place and give them to all their friends. And, you know, that like people will write to me, like message me and be like, that's so cool what y'all did in that group. That's a great idea. I didn't do love that. that. But it's it. I get the credit for it, you know? Yeah, uh, I, just I, because I love that. I started this group. And so, yeah, yeah no, it, it is. And when there is a new restaurant, the first place, like everybody in the community, the first thing they want to do, they want to be the one that posts on to that into the group, yeah. you know, they want to be able, yeah. everybody likes being the one that knows it all, you know? And so I don't even have to be on top of things at this point, because yeah. the first place that that news breaks is in that group. And then I can, you know, reach out to them or, or send them a message saying, hey, if you ever want to come on the podcast. Um, and so it, it is, it's like the news is brought to me all of a sudden. I love that. Okay, so we're talking attraction marketing, which is huge. I love attraction marketing. And I like having fun doing it. I don't want to buy leads. The only marketing I can do. I know. I don't want to buy leads. I don't want to get into that whole thing. I'm more referral-based. So here we are. Like, I've got, like you, you know, I've got SoBoca logos. Nice. And, you know, I've got things. And, you know, working on a little passion project with that right now because we want to have a little product line. So there's something that I'm working on that's going to tie back into nonprofit. And, you know, I think this is something a lot of agents could do. It does take Easy. a little time. Um, but once you're doing it and you get in that groove, right. And you, you know, block out the time. There's, there's no reason you can't do it. Now your website is, I think a lot more comprehensive than mine is mine's a more simpler WordPress, uh, template, but do you like, who, as far as like writing articles and things like that, do you have people that do that for you? <laughs> so I don't know how deep you dug into the website, but um, so it was <laughs> me and my brother-in-law and my brother-in-law <laughs> has nothing to do with real estate. He <laughs> really has nothing to plug. Um, he just thought he would, it was fun. And so yeah. we did the podcast and it has made him very popular. And, and so that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. You know, like he loves, yeah. He loves that he's met all of these people in the community. He loves that he can walk in places and everybody knows yeah. him. Um, and so he knew how to do the website. He knew how to do the podcast. And so he was very important to me at the beginning oh, yeah. um, or, or even now. And, and it's also, there's something to be said about going live. Like, this is awkward to me. Like being able to talk to you is okay, but like speaking to a camera just yeah. like, by myself is awkward. And, yeah. it, you know, it's tough to, like, talk about yourself while you're doing it. And so having Justin on the show has been very, very important because he'll, he'll make it awkward. He'll be like, you sell real estate, don't you, Matt? Like, you know, he'll, he'll call me out in front of, he'll call you, you out. Know, yeah, during the <laughs> show. 
And so there's, you know, it, it's nice. It's just more comfortable when there's two people on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I have more fun when it's two people. Yeah, um, you never, you never really do the shows by yourself. I've listened no, to most of the podcasts. Most of, well, I do, I do solo ones when something's coming up. Like, so when Clubhouse showed up, I did actually two episodes solo where I was just not talking to the camera. I just talked on Anchor, recorded mm -hmm. it, um, and and you had that short, what, you had the short Amazon one too, right? Or what was that? Called? Alexa, the Alexa one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. did yeah, that yeah. for a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Michelle, you know, I've been we... stalking you for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think most of us stopped doing the Alexa flash briefings, but it was a really great great way to segue into podcasting. For sure. And yeah. I repurposed a ton of that content from Alexa. Oh shoot. Alexa, <laughs> um, I forgot she's in here, um, and I turned it into solo podcasts. So yeah. I actually did take a lot of that when I was talking about social media. And that's the thing, like you guys can repurpose content that you already have. So like, for example, I have blog posts, I write blog posts, and then I have a ghostwriter that does help me. I send topics over and I um, say, listen, here's some things I want to uh, write a blog post on. Well, now you've got a script. So you could take like any one of my blog posts, which I do, and I just read my blog posts and that's a, a solo podcast. So if I don't have anyone to interview or I'm getting behind the eight ball, I can always jump on and do that. Or now I also have a script to do a YouTube video, Yeah, you know, and that's... or a reel or something. YouTube something I definitely need to get into. Um, and I've, I've just been putting it off. But uh, with the podcast, it was, it was really interesting because over the break, or I say the break, over the COVID break that we've had, there <laughs> the was, break. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure how podcast was going to do. You know, there wasn't people riding in the car to work. There weren't people going to the gym with their headphones in. And so it was yeah. interesting to see. How, did, how have your podcast numbers been? Did they drop a little bit? Um. They probably dropped a little bit. Mine yeah. dropped a little bit, but that might also be because I'm not as consistent with it. And that's what's happened to me. I started yeah. putting it off. I, you know, I was recording shows, but, and then I was waiting like a month and a half, two months to put them out, which is, yeah. know, one, the guests don't like probably to begin with, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, but what I've found is that podcasts, if you do it properly, they're evergreen. And so- right. What has happened is me not putting out shows has made everybody listen to the old shows. And right. so like our, my numbers are high as ever, but it's people listening to the old shows, which I thought was really interesting. And it really made me think that I need to start repurposing. And you know, those people that we've interviewed are still in the community. They're still serving right. burgers. They're still, you know, the lawyers down the street. And yeah. so you know, just taking little snippets like you were talking about and repurposing those, I think would be really big. And it's just something I've just been putting off. I think you know, you only have really so much time. Too. So let me ask you a question though, um, which I, I'm needing to work on this, is the distribution of my podcast. It's on different networks, but actually pushing it out there. Do you ever run ads or what do you do to like, you know, get more eye, ear, ears on it, I guess. <laughs> um, I pretty much, like, I, I've done, 
Facebook ads in the past. Um, I'm, I'm really just boosting these days because yeah. I can take, and what I do is I, you know, I've got the little what's up done with you symbol and I'll put yeah. like 50,000 downloads or 50,000 downloads. And then I'll just say like, thanks a lot to everybody that's listened. Uh, we just hit 50,000 downloads and I'll boost that out. And it gets great. I mean, great oh, attention. Awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, Facebook is really, it's still the king and it's going to be the king. I, yeah. think. Um, I know you do a lot on Instagram, but Facebook, like when you take, so that like that post that I just was talking about. So I'll take and right. share that into our Dunwoody area community forum. Yeah. And say it gets 50 likes. You can click where it says likes and then invite every one of those people to like your page. And so like the groups have been the biggest page growth for me, um, which, awesome. you know, pages are just not getting the reach that they used to. Like you can do a great yeah. post and, you know, maybe 2000 people see it. Um, but if you post it into that group, almost all the people see it, especially if it gets a few likes. And so, yeah, you know, I think that's a great point. And also too, I think, um, and before you like just go randomly posting in groups, talk to the admin of the groups that are local. Mm -hmm. um, I reached out just in a message to one of the groups and said, hey, do you mind if I share my blog post? And she's absolutely fine with that. And I'm going to reach out to a few more people. And I think that will start boosting my numbers more is just having that um, relationship and respectfully, you know, a relationship um, with some of these other group admins. Uh, so I'm not stepping on anybody's toes, you know, because I think that's a right. great idea. Shannon yeah. Milligan's very good at that, by the way. She She's yeah. very good at that. Isn't she good at everything, though? Yes, she is. She's good at we just love her. <laughs> we fan, fan her all the time. I stalked her, too, for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it's really cool. And I, I mean, this has not, not much to do with what's up done with it. It's more about you. So like, I, I think I got my license like four years ago, a little three and a half, four years ago. And I started watching you guys with your snap pack. Um, and it was Neil and Dustin and you and Shannon and you know, all, all of my favorite people. I started watching what you guys were doing. And I've really just imitated y'all. And so it has been cool um, being able to like connect with you guys in IRL in real life, you know? Um, yeah. And even if it's through Clubhouse, like it, it's really, I'm, I'm honored to be doing this live with you. Uh, you know, I'm on Dustin's team now. I work with Shannon and so, and Neil. Um, and it's really, it's really cool to be able to actually, you know, converse with you guys. And, well, I think part, thank I'm you part so of the crew much. All of a sudden, right? You are. Part, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I think this is. I think this is so profound that you're saying this. And thank you so much. Um, it's funny because there's so much competition in real estate. And my younger daughter was saying the other day, she goes, "Look, there's really nothing that original anymore. People are emulating what other people mm -hmm. do, and that's kind of how you know TikTok is and social media and whatnot. And you know, when I first met, like. Chelsea and Dustin and Sue Pinky Benson and uh, Neil and, you know, Shannon, um, you know, it's like, oh, wow, it kind of just opened up my eyes to the possibilities of how to really start leveraging and marketing myself. And that was during that time when I came up with Soboka. And so I definitely attribute 
uh, meeting all of these really creative, cool, you know, real estate people from Snapchat and then running with it because they encouraged me to. And I mm -hmm. think that's such a big piece is that, you know, we all have our own niche that we can run with and don't be afraid. If somebody's doing something in your community, do something else that ties into what you're passionate about. It's, it's really, it's my thing started off as a passion project. There you go, you know? Yeah. And we think as real estate agents, like, especially like on Clubhouse, you think that everything's done. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to start that local community. That's, I'm sure that's been done. And that was yeah. even with the Facebook groups. I was like, aren't Facebook group, there's enough Facebook groups now. Yeah, right. But yeah. you know, there's not, there's not enough Facebook groups. There's not enough, you know, everything has not been done. And just because we see somebody across the country doing it, like everybody can emulate what we're doing. It's easy. It just takes time and it's free. You know, like that was, it's you know, real estate has a very low barrier to entry and it costs almost no money. And so that was what <laughs> attracted me was I could do this on the side and the, right. you know, the, the passive lead generation is free as well. You know, like doing a podcast, I think it cost me like $49 a year with a pod bean. Like it's nothing. It's just your time. It's nothing. So it's, if yeah. you want to put the time in and you do care about the community that much. And I, I think that that's a big part of it. You can't, I was going to say bullshit. You can't, you know, you can't. I don't care, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, um, you should you, see what I'm surrounded with now. Yeah. <laughs> I would show you on my that, pillows. <laughs> on that call earlier, um, it was, did you hear? Yeah, you were listening, man. It was a profile. I was listening for a few minutes I doing, and I realized. I was doing profile edits. <laughs> I, no, I heard you and I was, I was like, like what? oh my God. I got to go there. I almost pulled you up. I was like, okay, this is not my forte. I don't know what I'm doing here. But uh, yeah, yeah, but I got a really got a really good tip from that though, and I did, did a call to action for yeah, I did a call to action. I'm like, oh, I'm moving that right up here. Yeah. So well, Club, for those Clubhouse of you who are so watching, funny. we're on Clubhouse frequently, and we manage our time on Clubhouse. So we're not there just to be there. We actually are managing our time properly, um, jumping into real estate groups. Um, there are podcast groups on there or rooms, I guess is the best way to put it. Podcast rooms, creative rooms. I was in a blogging room that was kick-ass the other day. And I, I think somewhere here, I have notes. I've made a full page of notes on things that I need to do to the Soboka blog. And they were easy, easy fixes. Like it would take me an hour to kind of do some of the stuff like once a week and just like to up my SEO. But from a podcast standpoint, what do you think is the biggest reason people don't start a podcast? Um, I think they're just kind of scared. It's the same thing as holding a phone up to your face. Like people yeah. just don't want to do it. You don't want to hear yeah. your voice. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, that was one thing I, I never, the sound of my own voice didn't really bother me. It was, no. um, it, it was more reaching out to other people and saying, would you want to be on my crappy podcast? <laughs> uh, but after 10 podcasts, <laughs> they were beating down my door to come on. And I think that, I mean, I've probably asked, you know, as they say, 180. So I've asked 180 different guests to come on. Maybe 10, 10 people have ever turned me down. And, and those are like, and I've had some, we've had some, for me, huge guests. Like we had yeah. our, our attorney general on. We had like a, That's the, um, the, the director of GDOT, or Georgia Department of Transportation. Yeah. Um, pretty much anybody, like our house representative is a friend of mine now. Like anybody that I ask, 
pretty much comes on because there's not yeah I mean, how many people again we get caught up in the the group that we're in but most people have never been on a podcast you know no. and and they're honored to come on and talk about anything yeah that's um, a really good point i i very rarely had somebody not want to be on my podcast for real mm -hmm. estate so boca stories that's a little more foreign territory because they're not realtors necessarily. They're business people and they are not always, what's the word, familiar with how, how really easy it is. And, and that they don't have mm. to be on video to do it. You can do a Zoom and not have the video on if people are uncomfortable with that. It's just a conversation. Yeah, video is tough for people. And I, it was very tough for me. Um, that was something that Dustin pushed us to do was you know we started doing the 75 hard thing that he was all about oh yeah yeah um, you guys have yeah and so during that there was another guy on the team that was like you should do video because he knew that i wanted to do uh youtube and i was already comfortable talking to people um from the podcast and, and just in person like that's i'm an introverted yeah. guy but i'll talk one-on-one -on -one with anybody and that's not a big sure. deal um and so that's what the allure to podcasting was was that i could speak and you know, three to 500 people would listen to it. And I wouldn't even be thinking about that. You know, like I'm not, they're not sitting in front of me. Like if I, yeah. if I was, if you were to put me in like an auditorium where I could talk to 500 people, like that's just mind blowing to me. I could never do that. But yeah. sitting in my basement or, you know, here um, just talking on a podcast or doing it via yeah. Zoom, that's easy. Um, so anyway, but my buddy on my team said, you should do stories. You should do Instagram stories. And I, so I've done, I think it's like 140 days in a row of Instagram oh, stories. Oh my gosh, I'm so comfortable talking on camera now. And it's really I don't the easiest about, way to get started. It's just, really that's why is. Snapchat worked out so well for us. Thanks for joining us because on today's episode of In the Hive with Michelle B. If you are like, interested oh, like in joining me as a guest, send me a DM on Instagram at the Michelle B. You can jump in on any of my clubhouse sessions and, also oh, at the Michelle I B. I look forward to sharing more marketing, branding, social media tips with you every you know, month and thanks again for sharing this podcast if you like it please feel can, free to give me a five-star review your home on office, itunes you know, whatever I whatever it is and know that there's a show in front of me with cords and lights and you know who cares you know nobody yeah nobody cares you know that's why Just, i got this screen here i got a screen and a light because you don't want to see what's behind it um, I but, usually am in my dining room, and now that my company's all gone, I'm like, I really needed to set this up so I don't have to move around so much. Yeah, um, yeah. But I'm, I'm with you, you know? And I come in here every night, and for <clears throat> I talk for a minute and a half, maybe. Um, and people, and I don't talk about real estate. I just talk about myself. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, like what I did that day and, you know, stupid thoughts that I had. But um, it's funny because that's what, you just reach people that you've never, yeah, like people that from high school that I haven't talked to in forever. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, like I can see, you can, you can see who's watching your stories, you know? Yeah. And so it's funny, like looking and seeing who it's actually watching. And every once in a while you get a message from somebody and, you know, like I started out, I think I had like 500 Instagram followers. Like it was just friends and family. It was set to private. And um, when I joined Clubhouse, I realized how quick you can make that grow. Yes. Um, and so Instagram was something I never really like pushed or worked at. Um, but Clubhouse has really like exponentially grown, grown. I think it's yeah. doubled since I've been on Instagram or since I've been on Clubhouse for like, what, 
two, three months, I guess. It's been a bonus um, of Clubhouse. And also, mm -hmm. surprisingly, I was watching another acquaintance of mine talk about uh, Twitter the other day. He has hundreds of thousands of followers. He's a top travel influencer. His name is Mr. Scott Eddy. He's wonderful. He's a very giving guy. And he's brilliant when it comes to the travel industry. And he tells about talks about how his his business just shut right down, like he was done when the pandemic hit. But one of the things that he talked about the other day on an interview I saw him on was really the power of Twitter, which I always go, ugh, Twitter. But I am starting to repost again on Twitter because it does have some good reach and apparently Google likes it. That was kind of my takeaway. So I'm sharing again to uh, Twitter, whether that is a TikTok, that whether it's an Instagram story, whatever. So I'm I'm kind of jumping back into that again, and um, I'm with you because you can really start growing your other social media accounts without having to do a lot of effort, other than make sure you engage if people make comments and things like that. Um, yeah. Real quick, I always like to ask. Well, I'm going to ask you a couple quick fun questions. One, because you're a foodie person. Um, mm. If you could break bread with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and what would you have? Um, pizza with Ben Harper. Do you know who Ben Harper is? He's How do I know Ben Harper? Yes. He's a musician. Yeah. He's my favorite. So I think my that girls a, like really like him. A childhood thing that I've just yeah. gotten over. Oh, that's great. Okay. The other question is, best piece of business advice you ever had and then the worst piece of business advice you ever got? Um, I think the best piece, and I, I couldn't tell you who did it, who said it, but uh, just being yourself. I think that that's what's most important. Um, because yeah. like when I got into real estate, I would just, you know, that fake it till you make it is what everybody always says. And I yeah. hate it. That's my most hated advice right there. That fake it till you make it. People always oh, tell me that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't want to fake it. Because if I no. fake it, then somebody's going to ask me a question I'm not going to answer to. And I'm not just going to bullshit it. You know, like I, I'll... I'll say, let me check on that and I'll get an answer for you. Um, yeah. You just, you have to be yourself. I think that's I'm what's with most you. important. Yeah. All right. So, and anything else you want to share before we close this out? And no, I appreciate it. This is my first Instagram live. So thanks. For, oh, cool. Uh, well, you did great. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thanks. So tell everybody where fun. they can find you on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. You, you can podcast. find me on Clubhouse. Yeah, there you go. I'm Follow him on Clubhouse. Always there. No, um, what's up, Dunwoody? Uh, it's just a little city north of Atlanta. I guess I haven't mentioned that. Um, and yeah, Facebook, Instagram, awesome. Matthew Weber. Love it. That's so it. thank you so much for coming on In the Hive with Michelle B today. This was so much fun. Great honor to yes, have you share so much great information for everyone. And uh We'll be back with another great interview, so stay tuned. Thanks a lot, Matt.